0: Hello and welcome to Modestly Metaphysical, a podcast where I talk about trending topics in the spiritual community and give tips on where to get started in your journey. I'm Kara and I will be your host. So I am switching courses on this episode. It's going to be a little different than um, any other episode that I have done. I have had a lot of um, Eureka moments lately, I guess. And I have recently kind of been coming to another one of my own Dark Knight of the Souls yet again I am fine emotionally, physically. I feel a lot better going through this dark night of the soul than any other time. It's just um, with learning things about yourself and learning things that you need to let go of, there's always kind of like a weird grieving process. And um, though I do love the value, the part of my life dedicated to... Um, Let me reword that. (laughs) Although I do love and value the part of my life dedicated to spirituality and growth, sometimes it does suck. And sometimes I do just want to kind of disappear for a while. Um, If you guys follow my Instagram page, you probably noticed that I have been MIA on posts lately and I really slowed down and I was really just taking a step back and letting myself breathe for a minute dedicating a lot of my free time away from screens. I probably in the last week have cut my screen screen time by 50%. I think my um, notification told me. So I have been feeling the weight of the humanity crisis more than usual lately. Um, just feeling very intense emotions about various things and feeling very frustrated with how the world is playing out. Um, I think that's a part of everyone's spiritual journey when you get to the point of where a lot of us are if you're new to it you may not quite be feeling that collective energy as much right now you might feel it and may not realize what you're feeling but when you start to realize what you're feeling and you can identify that the energy isn't yours it is very frustrating to have to go through especially when you're trying to sort through your own uh, not necessarily negative but your own energies when you're trying to figure out your own way. It can be difficult being so um, receptive to those energies. We live in a day and age where we're constantly being perceived by other people online. And so we also feel that energy. um, And once you tap into that a little bit more, you can feel when someone's like just sending you not so nice messages mentally or saying mean things about you, you can really start to feel that energy. And I think that's why sometimes I'll have a post and just really come back to it and be like, I don't like this. And yeah, it's been really weird lately trying to sort through everything going on while going through my own thing right now. And, um, Yeah. So social media has been a huge setback for me mentally lately. And although it doesn't bother me seeing other people's stuff, I just see a lot of negativity in general. And I do a good job of blocking those accounts and blocking people that make me feel uneasy or just not sound within myself or just post things about other people, you know, like the shade room, all those types of pages. I try to block those because I don't want to know about what celebrities are doing. I want to know about how the progress of climate change is coming along or how people are doing nice things for each other or how my friends are uh, marketing their businesses. I don't really care for all of the hoorah, let's talk about everyone else shit. I'm really over that and I'm really at a point in my journey where I am so over a lot of things that people do. And I still try to see it from a point of, um, you know, ob- objectivity, knowing that they're in a different part of their journey than I am. But it's so hard when you want things to change for everyone so badly and you know what needs to change and you feel like you're screaming into the void most times and that's why I am kind of changing the approach of my podcast on where I am going to be sharing with you guys things that I go through or things that I help other people through and how I get through them because those who want to um partake in bettering themselves and bettering people around them will listen. And even if I just help one person, I'm going to feel really happy about it. So, sorry about that rant. Well, I'm not sorry, actually. Thank you for listening to my rant. I'm doing better at not apologizing for things that are normal. But, so... Also, through all this, um, just to loop back to kind of where this idea came from, I have realized that the collective consciousness is far stronger than I realized. Yeah, I always knew that we were all connected energetically, but I didn't realize that a lot of us go through the same things at the same time. And if you didn't know, my earthbound job is an online health coach. And something that I began to notice is that a lot of the women that I coach will go through breakups, like rough weeks, uh, deaths in the family, all at the same time. Like I'll have four or five clients go through the same thing at the same time. So I have decided to kind of be more transparent about the things that I'm going through and what I'm struggling with and how I'm overcoming it. Like, what's the point of having the beautiful gift of the internet and the beautiful gift I have of sharing my thoughts in a way that can be easily understood by others without being able to support and guide each other when we feel lost? Something that I have kind of been going through lately just to get into it is missing parts of who I used to be like old versions of myself that I've kind of moved forward and past and felt like I've grown out of. And I have made many valuable transformations in the past six years, but I can't help but reminisce about how things used to be. I was a lot more motivated for the gym. I was a lot more motivated to learn and try new things. I was a lot more social. I still struggle with people-pleasing tendencies, but I don't, and I don't always put myself first. Um, I have I'm always been a huge romantic. I just can never seem to get my relationships right and it's all and that's self relationship included in friendships. So I have put myself in a position where I feel as though my back is against the wall. Things have to change. And they have to change now. And my happiness and growth depends on it. And this is always a very bittersweet moment to be at in your journey of the dark night of the soul. Because first you kind of loop through all the things that you need to change. Or things that you're realizing about yourself. Or things that need to be implemented in a healthier way. And then it's releasing all that stuff. And getting on with it and doing what you need to do. And that deep feeling of needing to change now transforms from I don't know how to explain it to I know and I see exactly what is happening and I just need to adjust. And I'm at that point of applying and taking accountability, which is something that I don't, I still don't really understand taking accountability for the main reason of, of course, me. Um, I'm not going to give great detail about my personal life, but just to relate it to what everyone can kind of relate to is i have done something recently that i need to take accountability for and i knew that i needed to take accountability for it and i just didn't really know what accountability was like i hear people throwing around that term but i didn't really know what it meant to be accountable like i did but it didn't seem like it was that easy Because when I did a quick little Google search, because that's what I do for everything, it says that you let them express how they feel, you don't try to make excuses, and you pretty much apologize and do better. But to me, that doesn't feel good enough. You know, like I don't. When I make a mistake, uh, so let me explain the situation a little bit. So the the mistake I made recently was that I was just acting without intention with uh, just, I was just acting without intention and not necessarily meaning that I was like doing whatever, but I wasn't thinking about how my actions were going to affect someone else because I assumed that since my, um, my heart is in the right place that I could do no wrong. Right. And I ended up actually doing wrong and hurting someone's feelings. And so of course I have to take accountability for that. But when I was in the moment of doing, saying what I was saying, I didn't think about the fact that it would hurt someone's feelings because I knew that like, oh, I always come from a place of love. So how I, how I get this message across doesn't matter. And that wasn't the case. And I didn't set an intention for exactly how I wanted my message to be received. And I was just putting it out there without being, um, you know, receptive to how other people could feel about it. And I really had to Take a step back and realize that I did hurt someone. Instead of making excuses for it and saying like, "Well, this was my point of view," because I tend to do that a lot. Of if someone expresses their feelings to me, I'm never coming from a place of trying to hurt someone's feelings or do something um, malicious to someone's emotions or well being. And so, I would quickly jump to my own defense and say, "Of like, okay." well, this is why I did this. It's not because I, I didn't see it as me making an excuse. I saw it as me explaining my thought process, but I realized that that can come off as very, um, like I'm not the problem. And so I had to take accountability and accountability means listening to how they feel, apologizing for being wrong and admitting that you're wrong. And I, that just didn't feel like enough for me. And so I'm really struggling with consistently taking accountability because accountability isn't something you do once. It's something that you keep doing and um, you have to earn that trust back. And so that's where I'm at in my journey. And it is really hard to, you know, sit with that and be the person that did hurt someone's feelings because I did act without intention and acting without intention is negligence. And it made me very aware of the fact that I needed to be more intentional with things that seemed little to me because they may not be little to someone who I really care about. And so I've been really sitting with that recently. And accountability is hard when you didn't have the intention of hurting anyone's feelings, but you also didn't have the intention of making everyone comfortable with the situation. Excuse me, situation. So with that, one thing that has kept me from flying completely off the fucking rockers is reassuring and affirming to myself that impermanence is the only guarantee in this life. And that means this situation is not going to be forever, forever, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's situation will be forever. You know, there's so many things that we yearn to either go away or stay and work really hard for one thing to happen or the other but um, instead of just like hoping it goes away knowing that it's going to and same thing with like not being so adamant on trying to keep things the way they are because they won't they won't stay that way like relationships or self-image but even those things are in constant flow and change you could stay in the same relationship forever but there's still parts of yourself and the other person in the relationship that is going to constantly change and have to depending on what life throws at you Um, i used to be one to believe in like one true love but now i actually believe that we have many loves on many levels some stay platonic and some progress to romantic but multiple people are meant to know us on a deep intimate level and i think the reason for that is so that we can see the best and worst of ourselves in them and not everyone will stop to ask themselves how they could have done better or how they were at fault but when you really detach yourself from the outcome of the situation of like staying friends with someone or you know staying in a relationship with someone we can see through the lens of universal learning of what is this teaching me and how can I be better next time? Uh, I'm also a huge believer that if there's some, like a friendship, for example, that fails that both sides have a part to play in that. And I don't think that it's sometimes there's cases where it is pretty one sided, but I do think that there are um, things that we can all do better in any situation that doesn't go exactly how we expected. But the, also the duality of that is not to put expectations on things that we can't control. And so there's so many things that just as you become an adult, you just have to really let go of control. And for me, I'm a control freak. And so that's really h- the hardest thing that I've been learning lately is just like all you can do is focus on being the best person and putting forward your best, best, effort, <laughs> best effort and things will play out how they need to and um you know i always ask myself how someone can teach me something about myself no matter how small it could be that they're teaching me that i have little patience for uh people who have a different opinion than myself or are they teaching me that i give a lot of love and ignore red flags or are they teaching me that I too can be the villain in a situation? And not necessarily that I'm like the villain in the situation I've been going through. But I—it it is something that I had to just buck up, apologize for, and take accountability. And promise to be different and act with integrity and intention moving forward. And um, it's been a journey. And lots of things in my life have been... I feel like this happens to me where a lot of things will kind of come to, I don't want to say a crash, but a lot of things will happen at at one time for me. And this time, a lot of things are happening at the same time, but I feel very grounded and I can see the bigger picture more than I ever have been able to before. And to me, that's very hopeful because I don't, feel like I need to lay in bed all day or, you know, not take care of myself, not eat right. I'm still doing the things I need to be doing, like going to the gym, uh, working out. Obviously, that's going to the gym, but like trying new things, you know, eating still and not putting my whole life on pause to try to like sort through the mess of everything happening because I feel like the routines and habits that I have established in the past couple years has helped me to deal with the situation better than I ever have been before and it's nothing huge or life-altering but to me when there's something for me to be able to work on for myself it's a huge motivator because I can always do better and I strive to always be better for my friends, for people listening to this podcast, for you know people I love. I just always want to be better and especially better for myself. So I was watching the Kid Cudi documentary on Amazon Prime yesterday and he said something that really struck me and made me have to pause, literally pause the show and think. He said that he felt like a fraud because all of these people look up to him, but he wasn't a happy person. But that also made me think about why so many people have looked up to him because he didn't ever pretend to be happy to me. I could very clearly hear and feel his pain and sadness in his music. And he was sharing that part of himself with all of us. And we still loved that shit because we felt it too. And we felt like someone of that status can be like me, like feel like me, like want to do drugs and escape like me. So that's why vulnerability on this episode is so important to me. And it's something that can be a superpower. It may not always feel comfortable to share like our shortcomings or where we feel like we could have done better or what we fucked up. But like I said, a lot of us go through the same thing at the same time and sharing our stories and not knowing if someone will feel the same But being authentic and showing people it's okay if you have these thoughts and feelings is so powerful. And that's just what I kind of wanted to do um, moving forward in my podcast. Yes, I'm still going to um, educate and teach about different topics, but I feel like not all of them are an applicable topic right off the bat. and sometimes the most important or not even sometimes to me the most important part of the spiritual journey is figuring out the parts of yourself that do need to be adapted in a healthier way or understood deeper and i think that something that connects us through the pain of growing is the fact that we all do want to be better and doing better and our journey to be better looks different for all of us, but we can all resonate with the same advice or hear something that just sparks a realization within ourselves. So, also on that documentary, Willow Smith said something that also stuck with me. And she said that all of us are feeling lost, confused, and not sure why we're here. Everyone is feeling it and trying to cover it up in some way, but we come together because of our flaws and insecurities and to make them natural. And I think that's one thing that our generation does a really good job at is, you know, supporting each other through that authenticity and supporting each other when we choose to be vulnerable. And her saying that in the midst of me outlining the podcast episode made me realize that I'm on the right track. And to be sharing these feelings I'm having is a step towards normalizing those things, not only for myself, but for anyone who's listening to this and that it's okay to feel lost, but it's better to be lost with each other. And something else at that, (laughs) there's so many, like that was such a good documentary, so go watch it if you can, but something else that um, Cudi inspires me with is that he would do what he felt like and didn't feel the need to explain why or what it means. He knew what it meant for himself and what it expressed for himself. And he left it up for interpretation and he never explained why, you know, he was just doing what felt right for him and his journey. And I think something we run into with social media being so prevalent in our lives is that impending feeling of imposter syndrome or feeling like we have to present things in a certain aesthetic way, present ourselves in a certain way to be digestible to society at large. But at this point in my journey, I'm ready to say, fuck being digestible. I'm not made to be digestible. I'm made to be authentic and powerful and influential. And I think a lot of us have to come to that realization at some point our journey just because it's such a powerful feeling to feel like you don't care. You don't care. Not necessarily you don't care about people, but you don't care if someone perceives you in a way of their lens of existence rather than perceiving you in a way that's more authentic to your message. Everyone's going to perceive you in the way that they have experienced life and there's nothing we can do about that. All I can do is be as authentic and vulnerable for you guys as I possibly can. So to explain more about what has been coming forward into my conscious life from subconscious, uh, like I said, they're completely my fault and things that I could have been better with. And I don't hold shame or guilt over myself Which is very important. But I notice I do have those emotions and feelings. And what has really helped me is trying to objectively view those emotions as much as I can. But it's not always easy to transmute and shake them off. I have learned to let myself release and cry and scream and do whatever feels right to release. A lot of healing is changing your perception And when you're really down and out, you feel like you can't see the bigger picture. Like, why is this happening? Why can't I be happy? But I encourage you to change on how you're speaking about the situation and just change your perspective. What is this teaching me? What is this teaching me about myself? How could I take this energy and make it into something positive, essentially, You can't think about how you could have changed it because you can't change it. You can think about what you could do differently if a similar situation pops up. But what I've learned is holding on to guilt and shame just makes you addicted to that misery in a way because it's just the attachment to the association between that feeling and making a mistake. And making a mistake is human experience. It's how we learn I'm pretty sure they had to burn themselves with fire a few times to realize that that shit was hot. And it's the same thing. Sometimes you have to go through it to grow through it and not holding yourself to be shameful of that and just take accountability and be better moving forward. That's all you can do. And I know that I mentioned earlier that acting without intention is negligence. And with that, I assumed that since I, have a good heart and my heart's always in the right place and I wouldn't like fuck anyone over or hurt anyone's feelings that everyone knew that I was coming into a situation like that and I or I should say I felt like that's how people would perceive it but how something feels isn't always how something is and sometimes what feels like the end of the world for one person is really not that big of a deal to another person and What feels impossible to the next person might just be difficult for me. And what feels like betrayal to another person is just miscommunication to another person. And one of the most important things that you'll learn in life is to not limit the world to your perception of it. And that goes for both parties. That means don't um, necessarily see something as a complete and utter betrayal when you can communicate about it and hear the other person's side and if they don't make sense obviously don't listen to them (laughs) but if it's to come to an understanding of what was going on and to make sure you're able to communicate what that made you feel like coming to an understanding between the two parties is the most important part because at the end of the day we want to grow with our spiritual family and if it's someone who's not willing to have the conversation about um, why something made you uncomfortable or sad or hurt and they're not willing to listen to it you don't want them in your life but if it's someone who's truly trying to get you to hear what they have to say it's definitely worth the energy to let your perception be changed a little bit by how the other side could have seen the situation and that goes for if you're the person making the mistake and if you're the person who is on the shit end of the stick (laughs) with the mistake. So definitely being open to new perception is so important in any sort of miscommunication or any sort of learning about another person or learning about yourself and that's something that I've definitely learned lately And seeing things from another person's eyes and even in my coaching business, being able to see and meet my client where they are and not necessarily ambush them with what I think they should be doing. I want to see it from what they feel good about, you know. And another thing that I have learned is that we can change whenever we want to the, old saying of like old dogs can't learn new tricks or like people never change I think are just a huge fallacy and I don't believe in those things at all and something that also stuck with me is that everything is new to everyone at some point whether it be you know, learning to walk and talk, learning a new language, or, you know, learning math, or even learning about different cultures, politics, lifestyles when you're an adult. And the truth of the matter is that a lot of people grow up with a bias towards something or something, something or someone, and it can be challenging to face those biases and admit it to others. Like, when people use the excuse of oh I just grew up this way or that's just how things are but it is so important that you do face those biases because then you can start breaking it down working through it and holding yourself accountable for those past actions that reflected that bias so Like, the way I grew up in South Dakota is way different than someone who grew up in the city. And so some things that I do aren't custom to, like, the city. And it can be little things. Like, I used to, when I moved to Chicago, I would smile and wave at everyone And one of my coworkers told me to stop doing that (laughs) because people don't like it. And it can be little things like that. That's like, that's not something negative necessarily that I would have to change, Uh, but more so of things like um, having anxiety about people walking past my car and feeling like I have to always lock my car if someone passes by. That's a safety thing. So that's also not a good example, but um, I know that, even just using the example of race, I've never been biased based off race, but a lot of people that I grew up around have been saying that, like, um, black people get followed around the stores where I grew up, and they may not understand why they feel uh, triggered by that person or afraid of that person, but it was probably a thought pattern passed down to them from their parents or grandparents. And it is your responsibility to hold yourself accountable for your past actions because of that bias so you can learn and grow. And ignorance in itself is not the problem because from ignorance, you can choose to move on to enlighten- enlightenment and educating yourself on different matters. No, the problem is when people choose to stay stay ignorant despite having the resources opportunities and abilities to change and broaden their mind or when someone points out to them that something they're doing isn't right instead of sitting there and thinking like I wonder why this person thinks this isn't right like I should look into this they say oh no like this is how it's always been this is how I've always been and it it's fine and so I have learned for myself and for others to not judge myself or others on what they have yet to learn. Judge people for what they do or do not refuse to learn. So allow growth for those who want to learn and actively make efforts to. They aren't against you. They've just lived a life and have a perspective where they were either taught bigoted beliefs or simply haven't faced such differences or both. So don't give up on yourself or other people when you um, have realizations about things that they do not quite right or things that you do that aren't quite right and um, especially with the older generation we're all capable of changing learning and growing the only matter is if we decide to and so that's where I'm kind of taking the direction of this podcast from here now is when I face something that. I realize needs a change or I remember something that I have once changed in my thought process around it and how I get through those problems. I am going to share it with you guys and just literally take you on the, you know, inner thought process journey of my spiritual journey. Because at the end of the day, no matter what practice I do, no matter how many spells I do, no matter how many spiritual books I read, or you know how many times I do psychedelics, when it comes down to it, the only thing that has changed my spiritual journey is me being able to change my perception and change the way I think, change the way that I talk to myself, the way I talk to others, the way I um, perceive others has been the biggest factor in my spiritual journey. And yes, everything else is a tool to that, but. None of those things can be applied if my mindset isn't in the right place or if I'm not coming from a place of integrity and honesty and vulnerability and authenticity because then everything is tainted that comes out if it's not moving within those morals and those rules of life. So I know that this episode was a lot different, <laughs> but it was kind of like a rant, but I wanted to get it out and share with you guys that I I have been actively... Working on myself, there are things that I've come to realize that I would love to be better at. And I am happy to work on things and to delve deeper into my mind. And every time that I kind of go through this, I know that there is a higher ascension coming for me. And I've already been feeling it. I've already been seeing um, things come into sync. Lots of numbers, lots of signs from my guides. And I know that this is the right path for me to take. And, um, like I said, I'm still going to be educating on certain topics, but I find that I'll have more content if I can kind of just almost journal to you guys verbally. And also something that I would like to get in the works is a, um, YouTube channel where you can also view me speaking on the podcast and I would love to have guests coming up soon talking about certain things and just having conversations. I feel like I'm more of a conversationalist and I can poke and prod ideas into people and collaborate and um, get people to expand their um, or more so communicate their ideas in a way, with asking the right questions. So I'd love to get people on the podcast as well. Um, But all in all, I'm going to end this podcast with just a quick sound bath and hoping that I send you guys off with the best energy as possible. And thank you so much for listening. I hope that you um, got a little nugget of wisdom from this podcast. And I'm so, so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you all soon.